Welcome to Marketecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Ari Paparo. I'm here with Mihan Mikek of Seltra. Thanks for being here, Mihan. Yeah, thank you for having me. So let's just start with what is Seltra? Probably many people have heard of it, but I'd love to hear your quick elevator pitch. Sure. So Ari, we are a creative automation company, and uh, we started back in 2010 when mobile advertising took off, and we built the first creative platform that was designed for mobile advertising. And uh, it was quite an innovative uh, solution at the time because we actually built a cloud-based software product that integrated very tightly with an ad server. And so with that, we enabled publishers, media platforms, and service providers to start creating much more advanced ad products and campaigns with uh, really advanced creative features. And so we developed that into a fully end-to-end creative platform for the industry. So this is what we are still doing today and taking this to the next level. But the newer product that we've launched two years ago is focused on the brand side of the market. So we are building software that is automating creative production, enabling large brands to scale content for the large and complex media plans. So that's what Seltra is doing. So talk to me about creative automation. My understanding is that you're allowing your customers now to use your tool in many different environments, not just a typical ad tech tag-based environment. So yeah. why don't you walk me through that at a high level? So first of all, look, I mean, creative automation for us is not just a new buzzword that we wanted to put on top. We really have the ambition to create a new category. And so, as I mentioned at the beginning, we have two products and this is not just packaging. These are totally separate products, you know, run on separate infrastructure. They have different architecture. And there's a strong reason for that, right? So our first product that we were discussing now where we are serving, this product too is evolving more into automation. And I'll just very quickly go through that and then really focus on the brand side. So what's happening on the publisher side with the product that started as a rich media platform is that today it is becoming much more a platform for developing ad products. Think of it as a building blocks, right? So publishers, uh, media platforms, they want to build ad product portfolios, right? So they want to scale and not just kind of start with a white canvas or 10 years ago was all about, okay, what can you do? It was like a circus, right? Now it's much more, okay, let's figure out what kind of product portfolio we need given the media placements. And so uh, they build this very thoughtfully for upper funnel, lower funnel campaigns, and then they can activate campaigns really in a very automated way. We also offer a creative API. So you don't need to go into the design tool built one by one, but it actually enables publishers to have a very similar workflow that you'd be used at social media platforms, right? So when you just basically upload a couple of things, you can change some settings. And so you can immediately have an ad live, right? And so we're doing this for integrated media platforms, such as even some of the retail media platforms to do this for big publishers and so on. So, um, so, so, so let started, me make sure I understand. Yeah. So a retail, your customer is the publisher, let's say a retailer, and they create an ad that looks really good on their site, on their mobile sites. And they now can sell that over and over again to as many manufacturers that sell on their site as they want. And each time they could use an API to just kind of change out the imagery and the text. Is that exactly. Right? Or you or use simple production wizard. API is, is used <laughs> if you want to build into your own interface. But, you know, the idea is that, let's say, if you're a publisher, 
you don't want to every time start with, okay, let's pitch some ideas for a campaign. Right, you right. want to come forward and have very defined ad products. You know, some might be, again, more upper funnel branding, include video. Others might be more commerce oriented, right? But these are, uh, I don't want to call them templates, but you can right. think of them as templates. These are ad products, like Facebook's not selling you templates. They sell you carousel ad, right? So, and in the same way, our customers, they can design and even name their own ad products and they get a toolbox on our end that allows them to really do whatever they want. And they can obviously constantly iterate and learn, right? So the idea is that when you have more systematic approach to monetization and, and also how creative actually is handled, then you can, over the course of time, you can figure out, okay, what sells the best, what works the best, what gives you the best results. And so then you iterate and, and you get to something that's much better, right? And, and oftentimes the main stakeholders, the buyers are ad product people at, at big media companies who, instead of trying to build everything from scratch, they use us in a very similar way than how they would use, let's say, other technologies in the ad tech space. So, right. so I'm just saying that it moved from this very design-oriented technology, you know, where the main and first stakeholder is, is the designer and then ad ops person uh, to something that's much more infrastructure play and actually enables companies to just offer more advanced ad capabilities from a creative standpoint uh, and right. they can automate fully. So, the, okay, that's the sell side use case. Well, let's talk about side. the brand use case. Okay, so look, on the brand side, this, uh, you know, is an entirely new story. So when a few years ago, we felt like we have a ceiling really above us because social was doing so well, was really taking all the growth out of the space. Also, even the early days of programmatic, it was programmatic, obviously started, it was all about data targeting, automating media. And so at the beginning, creative was really kind of the afterthought and it was very, very limited to what you could do. So both these things really were slowing us in terms of where we could expand. So we started thinking about the brand side at that point. We said, okay, we have to cross that chasm, go on the other side and not be tied to the ad serving because that's always going to limit us. We won't be able to go into wall gardens, which clearly were growing much faster. So then when we were talking to brands and brands actually were indirect users, they were coming to us and asking us, okay, you know, we have a challenge still. We need more and more assets because media space is becoming more and more complex. And so, you know, we also want to do things such as personalization. And so that requires a whole uh, a lot more of assets, right? When we started working with brands, and I, I won't go through all the details, but ultimately we settled on that one problem, which is, you know, content scaling. We felt like that the future or our bet on the future is that future will need more content faster. But at the same time, you know, that expectation around content is also just everyone's expecting better content, right? So we said, okay, there has to be a better way to build something that automates that process so that you can design and scale content much faster. And so we started building ground new architecture without any ad serving. So it's a software that sits on top of APIs. And so really is enabling that process from creation to scaling and distribution. And that's what, you know, is the, the new well, product. So what is it though? <laughs> like, what is the product? It's a production, basically design production, you know, software. Also, software as a service, login, and, and so there's different parts for different stakeholders. But in the most simplistic way, think of it as a, on one side, design tool on which you basically import designs from, let's say, Photoshop, other design tools. But then you actually scale 
the content in our platform. So there is a content feed and the whole management on how to bring in content that's dynamic into the platform. Then you create templates or sometimes also toolkits if a template includes a more kind of complex rules for, you know, how content can be created. So then you can automatically generate thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of assets for different channels, different formats, different variants that can be reviewed on the platform and then exported or directly published into media platforms through API. So, but it's a content production software for digital advertising. Let me just break it down a little bit. So you're taking the design elements for your brand, then you're bringing in content. When you say content, these could be what? Product imagery, text? um, Yeah, literally, literally anything. I mean, it can be visual, it's text, it can be, yeah, like any basically type of information that you would want to pull in into the design. Think about design as a layout, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, how you basically design the template, but then you populate the template with content, right? And so you bring these two things together. It sounds simple, but it's not. When you're dealing with the largest brands in the world, I mean, Celtra today with this product enables companies such as Nike and PNG and Unilever and Spotify, some of the biggest brands in the world, they produce massive volume of content across large number of markets. And so it becomes pretty complex when you you need to get all these things right. Yes. That's great. We'll go into more depth in the product in a moment. Let's talk about some of the basics. So you were founded in 2010. Now, were you acquired by a private equity firm or why don't you describe your ownership? Yes. Yes. Very recently. So we started, uh, as I said before, um, you know, back in 2010, 2011, before that. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv.